Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally podcast, the place where women from around the world come to discover God's plan for health in body, soul, and spirit. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and health evangelist. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. You're listening to podcast episode 27, my exclusive interview with gifted singer Gretchen Keskes, discussing her music ministry and overcoming depression. In this exclusive interview, my special guest Gretchen Keskes shares how her music ministry began with a prayer. She was raising her young children and watching the show Intervention. As she was hurting for those people who were deep in addiction and self-destruction, she noticed they all mostly had the same background, abused, neglected, and somehow abandoned, often through parental alcoholism and drug addiction. All were looking for value, love, security, and peace. Gretchen would cry out to Jesus, if only these people knew you. One day, this turned into an earnest prayer, and she knew deep in her heart that she could minister to hurting people through her testimony of healing through Jesus Christ. Gretchen asked for God's will and help, and he helped her use all of her gifts to share her testimony through music and appearances. Gretchen has recorded three full-length Christian albums, Walking in the Spirit, Pure Hope, and her latest, Words of Truth. God has opened up doors for her to share her testimony about music and with the exact people she prayed about. She is a regular worship leader with Prison Fellowship at Folsom Women's Facility at Folsom Prison. She speaks and shares her music at churches, women's conferences, and events. She has also appeared on Christian TV and radio, including Babby's House, CTN's It's Time for Herman and Sharon, Cornerstone Television Network's Real Life, CTN's Bridges, Dove Broadcasting Nightlife, and WATC-TV's Magnify, Live at Nine, Atlanta Live, and Christian Music Spotlight. The gratitude that Gretchen has for the great healing that God has done in her life pours out in the songs she writes and the messages she shares. Jesus has healed her mind, which was once paralyzed in fear and depression. Since that time, 30 years ago, she lives her life in a deep, lasting peace and joy in all her circumstances. She sees Jesus' continuing work to mold her life, and she remains humbly in awe of all he has done. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show, gifted singer Gretchen Keskes. Good morning, Rakesha. Hello there. Great to talk with you. Oh, I've been so looking forward um, to interviewing you on today. I know that there's going to be a, a wonderful message um, regarding the things that God has done and is doing in your life. And before I usually get started on the show, I open up with an icebreaker question. Great. And so if you could just let our audience know, Gretchen. What are you doing in your world right now that is simply rocking your world naturally? <laughs> well, I'll say right now, I've been in the Word of God and I've been 
just looking at some really awesome scripture. And uh, one of them this morning, which I, I posted on my, my Facebook page, and I'm going to look at it right now because I found it to be so helpful, but it's from First mm. um, Peter and where it talks about, you know, even though you're going through this time of suffering, um, you will be restored and renewed and uh, everything will be made new. So that's basically, it's, I think it's First Peter 5.10. And mm. um, I found that to be very encouraging today because I think everybody, what everyone is going through right now with this uh, now, I guess, month going on a month uh, quarantine is just, you know, I think it's settling in with a lot of people that this is going on for a long time. And when our, my life doesn't feel like it normally feels, and I just found that to be, you know, everything is being renewed in the Lord. I, I, that, I find that, that he, he restores. I love that restorative quality. And so what, has been lost right now whatever it is um he will he can renew and restore that and um i just i found you know easter which was just two days ago um i made a observation that i shared too on social media but that you know for so many years i mean for christians easter is always a, a glorious day and we all look forward to just worshiping and praising the Lord but in some ways it's kind of one of those days where people have settled into it's sort of a um, socially polite thing to get all dressed up in our Easter best and go to church and we have a beautiful service and then we kind of go about our day and have our social gatherings but this was a true lifeline I could just feel mm -hmm. that for the whole world and uh, I was just so blessed to tune into so many different pastors I just I kind of <laughs> had Easter all day and I just really felt just the hope of the Lord and it, it was an awesome thing so to be with you today and after all that I'm just I'm really glad I'm glad to be here sharing sharing Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. And I love what you said that, you know, even as we're going through this time with the coronavirus, COVID-19, that even in the midst of it all, that there's still hope and there's still renewal, even in the midst of it all. And so I think that's such a good um, point to bring out um, during this specific time, because, you know, our, our life here on earth that it's just a moment of time. It is a temporal place yes. um, that the Lord has given us. And so though our outer man may be decaying day to day, but our inner man is being renewed for the days that are that are ahead because it is all about eternity. So thank you so much for um, sharing that. And you're right. Easter this year was so different, I think, for so many people globally. <laughs> and I can share that with you, too, because we were actually getting the opportunity just to listen in to different pastors and just um, just about the resurrection message and just finding a lot of hope and encouragement uh, in that it wasn't the usual traditional, but it was, uh, I think, a, in a sense, a, a deeper um, sense of celebration and acknowledgement um, of Easter on this this past weekend. Yes, and just to be sharing this common experience with the whole world, it really is extraordinary. I mean, I mean, obviously, that, I don't mean that in, for anyone who's been suffering and, and, and loss of life, but, but to, to share that um, common 
uh, need with people all over the world is is uh, yeah it is truly a it is a, a unifying experience and um, yeah we were actually in Israel two years mm-hmm. ago and uh, I thought about um, I thought about what was happening there because they're they're going through it too and um, but you know nothing can stop the the joy of the Lord and it's even sometimes in these darkest times mm-hmm. that his light really does shine the brightest and uh, I actually wrote I, I won't share the whole thing but I, I recently wrote a song about his light and mm-hmm. that you know that is what is you know we really see that right now and um Mm -hmm. so it's just i am (laughs) the truth is during this time i'm i have been quite creative i mean i have been using a lot of i've been doing a lot of writing and and maybe it's it it might be that just that whole focus you know when we're here alone Mm -hmm. with our lives alone with our thoughts Mm -hmm. it is a wonderful time to um focus on the lord and um, that is so true. And and there are so many people that I've been speaking to, Gretchen, that are sharing that same sentiment as you, because, you know, sometimes we get so busy with just doing life. We're going here. We're going there. And now we're at a place where we have no other choice but to be still, <laughs> no other choice but to be still and to whether that's studying our word more, whether that's just um, being creative and hearing those songs that you're hearing. We have that time, that carved out space, which I think is a special um, gift. Even in the midst of the pandemic, we are finding hope and light in the midst of all of these different things that are taking place. Yes, exactly. And, and I was, you know, I was thinking about this morning about what, you know, what I was thinking about. And I thought of the the four things for me that bring, um, bring health and life to my life is um, having the hope and power and love and focus. Mm -hmm. And um, the focus is so important because it's so easy to put the focus on the wrong thing. And, um, that's something that that I have struggled with sometimes that um, I, I, you know, in, in my own life and health, like, for instance, uh, I mean, just to be frank, I'm somebody that has struggled with my weight, for instance. And um, when I put all my focus on, OK, I have to follow this plan and I'm going to do this and that and I'm going to do it because I'm going to do it in my strength I find Mm -hmm. I fail but when I focus on the Lord Mm -hmm. and I focus on his uh, goodness his power in my life and uh, not focus on maybe what people are thinking or um, you know past mistakes or failures I find that I the, the, the pull of the things of this life that cause us to go to a bad place don't have that power over me. So mm-hmm. I'm really finding that, you know, staying in God's word, um, focusing on his thoughts towards me. Because um, even, you know, to be honest with you, even in close quarters with your own family, you know, we all love our families, but, you know, they're only human. <laughs> and, you Amen. Know, 
and I have three teenagers and mm. I love them dearly, but you know, they're definitely into, you know, they have their own minds now. They let me know that. Yes. <laughs> so I can find my, my day going one of two ways. It can go either to a higher place mm. um, or it can go to a not so great place. And then the, the enemy can really wreak havoc and, and cause me to just, uh, and I really think that's in many ways what depression is, is, mm. you know, a loss of hope and uh, just seeing, you know, and, and, and uh, that's something that I have, you know, I've struggled with it in my younger life before I was saved um, because I had a lot of anxiety issues, a lot of mental health type issues. And when I was saved, um, I don't know. I can go into it for a couple minutes or a couple seconds here if you like. Or I don't know yeah, I absolutely. No, because I think so many people, and especially in a time like this now, that there are people that are battling with um, depression and, you know, our economic system. There's been a collapse in that. There's so many things where so many things that are happening where people may find themselves sinking into that state of depression. So if you can kind of share you know, how you came out of that, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, well, in my young, when I, in my youth, my young adulthood, um, te- late teenage years, um, I, I did, uh, for whatever reason, struggle with a lot of anxiety and panic attack type things. And then out of that, I started trying to find ways to control that. And the funny thing is, is my dad was a psychiatrist, <laughs> but it was odd because I didn't want to talk to him about my problems because I, I didn't know what he would think about it. So I started trying to figure it out on my own and I would read yeah. his books. And anyway, it just the more you focus on your fear and the more you focus on yourself, the darker the whole becomes. And I just was spiraling down. I just was started going into some sort of ritualistic behaviors to try to control it, counting, checking, and, you know, the whole OCD thing. And, and I really was getting to a very bad place. And so my mother who was raised in the church, um, she saw how, what a bad place I was in. And she came in my room one day and, and uh, spoke because she, she had memorized by the Bible as a child, uh, Matthew 11, 28, 29, or Jesus says, you know, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take mm-hmm. my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in spirit and you will find rest for your souls. Yes. And yeah, I love that. Still probably my favorite verse. And mm-hmm. you know, even though we had gone to church some as a child, I definitely wasn't, I didn't have that personal relationship. And, and our family was a little kind of like social Christians. We weren't really a big, you know, uh, prayer, scripture family, but my mom had that de- those deep roots. And that, that scripture spoke to me because it spoke to an understanding. I just felt in that moment that Jesus could understand the depths of my my mind was just so in such a place of it seemed impossibly um, knotted up and 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 all this uh, these problems that I was having and that understanding began to free me up I, I never took any medication I'm not against you know people need if people that's between them and their doctor but for me what what started to really change me was my focus and I started really reading the Bible and one another one of my favorite Bible verses is um you know we're uh 
in first John, uh, there is no fear in love, but my mm. perfect love casts out fear. And I just started focusing on Jesus's love for me. I mean, nothing else. I just, I, I became immersed in the word. And when I was tempted to go to these dark places or the fear, I felt the fear coming over me or going back into trying to do the things that, were, that I thought would keep the fear away, I would focus on his love to where mm. literally I would focus on being wrapped up in his big hands. And yes. little by little, I, my, I just started becoming free and uh, free from this. And I, and, and the more free I became, the more I saw that, yes, Jesus is the way. And the more, you know, and then, so, and then the more I started trusting him and looking to him, the bigger my life became again. I, all these things that had kept me in bondage were becoming free. And so ever since that time, which is, you know, some 30 years ago, I have, my life has been one of seeking Jesus and it's gone through a lot of different chapters. I mean, and, and, and there have been times where I feel like I'm totally healed and, and I am, but then I, but, but it's a daily walk. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I, I mean, I, I definitely know my, my mind is healed, but I know that unless I focus on him, I still have mm -hmm. a lot of my old uh, behaviors. And one of those used to be a lot of uh, fear of people and people's opinions. And so, um, and even in say like my battle with my weight, um, as a Christian, I feel that sometimes I'm, I'm fearful of, of people. Uh, like for instance, if, if my weight is up a little bit, they'll, uh, see me as somebody who's not quite as valuable as a Christian or somebody that could be talking about the Lord. Um, but I know where my walk is with the Lord and I may be in a very strong place spiritually, but maybe my weight hasn't quite caught up to that yet. And so those kind of things can trip me up, but that's sure. where, yeah, I'll let you talk. Yeah, but I just want to say <laughs> that's where we have to know our identity in the yes, Lord. Yes, absolutely. Now you just shared so many great things, and so just thinking about when you talked about focus and seeking Jesus, it just really taps into that principle of Matthew six thirty three. When you seek him first and his righteousness, that he will begin to add those things that we are in need of. And so when you are sharing how you were wanting to come out of that state of depression as you sought him, as you meditated on the scriptures, as you studied the word of God, there was a transformation or a renewal in your mindset and your processes that took place that replaced whether that was recurring negative thought patterns, negative recurring behaviors to a place to where as your mind became renewed, your behavior and your lifestyle became renewed. And I think many times, you know, as believers, how, um, we are living this life on a daily basis. And so it's almost like if you think about getting an oil change for your car, constantly keeping it tuned up and in good shape, because if we don't, you know, if we hear the different noises or if the car isn't running as efficiently as it should, we're not going to be able to get to those places that we need to go. It's going to slow us down. And it's no different in our walk of faith that we have to have a daily maintenance plan 
because it's so easy for us to forget um, our position at times because the focus becomes um, engaged with other things. It just becomes engaged with life. But when we're focused on the main thing, which is the main thing, (laughs) which is Jesus, which is his word, it helps us to stay so centered. And I think that's just with all of us, because that's just human nature. That's the human side of who we are. Beautiful. Yes, exactly. I love that. Seek first the kingdom of God. It is so true. I tell that to my teenagers all the time. You know, they're planning all these things. and I'm just like, just keep putting Jesus first. And I promise you, your life will unfold and it will all the things that you are hoping for. Absolutely. So Gretchen, in addition to being a wife, a mom, um, tell our audience a little bit about um, your testimony through music. How did you get started um, with recording um, Christian albums? Talk about your journey in that regard. Well, you know, one of the many beautiful things about the Lord is that he will take all these different things from our life. And I had a lot of different things in my background, including, you know, I was a journalism student, so I was a writer. I studied acting for four years at the Beverly Hills Playhouse. I had studied voice down in Los Angeles. Um, But I'd kind of, when I met my husband, I kind of just said, well, I'm just going to put that aside. And I was very happy to get married and have a family because that was always really my heart. I just wanted to have a family. Mm -hmm. But and around 2010, the kids were you know, getting a little bit older, and um, the church we'd been going to had an amazing, uh, and they still do, uh, Warehouse Christian Ministries uh, music program. Just, they, like back in the 90s, they had a lot of big concerts there with all, a lot of the big Christian artists and things, and, and the people that were there were, were top rate, and I always just worshipped and was always like, mm-hmm. oh, this is great. And then um, my husband during that time had said to me, you know, why don't, have you ever thought of using your own gifts for the Lord? And I really hadn't, but I thought about it. I thought, wow, that may, maybe. <laughs> so I prayed yeah. to the Lord. So just a week after that prayer, they had auditions at our church, which was definitely a, a sign from God. Um, <laughs> and I went ahead and I auditioned and got chosen to be on the ensemble team. And I loved that. That was a wonderful time. And uh, I was happy to kind of be in the background. But then I, I knew I had a big voice and I, I, I cause I would sing at home mm. by myself sometimes. And that's when my husband would say to me, Oh, you should maybe use your gifts for the Lord. And so um, <laughs> gradually I, I got asked to uh, lead worship for the women's ministry. And I loved that. And I played the piano a little bit, which was my background. And then with the, my writing background, I just started you know, being on the piano and singing, I thought, oh, I would love to just add some words to this in praise to the Lord. And I sat down on the piano one day and I, I wrote this song called Standing on the Word of God. And uh, I shared mm. it on social media and uh, I got a really great response, which which was an encouragement to me. Wow. And so, yeah. And then I wrote another song called Then I Met Jesus, which to this day is probably my most popular song because it's basically my testimony and Mm. it was probably one of the easiest songs to write. But um, I I worked with this producer in um, 
in Nashville, we prayed about my husband, who is a strong believer. He's really been a wonderful guide to me. He prayed about it. And uh, this first person we found, he didn't think that was a good fit. But I found this other um, person in Nashville, Eric Copeland, and he is a beautiful musician and he he made some just really wonderful arrangements and I ended up doing a whole album and the response I got was just really I mean it was beyond anything I ever expected mm-hmm. and uh, since that time I've had some wonderful opportunities to um, appear on different you know television shows and to go out to conferences and churches and I really I love doing that so God has opened up you know, so many doors and I've written three albums now and um, it's all glory to God because the truth is, I I mean, if I would have thought at one point, I just want to go be a, you, you know, a, a singer and, you know, some kind of an artist, it would have never happened because right. he gave me everything. You know, I didn't even know I could write music. Um, so I just, I love it's just, it is a beautiful answer to prayer because at one time before I even got into any of this ministry, I did, I, I used to watch that show Intervention when the mm. kids were little and it always would touch my heart because I could relate to these people because I had some things happen in my childhood that not, mm. not to do with my parents, but some outside thing, but that yeah. really a- affected my life. And I always thought, Oh, if only they knew Jesus. Mm. And so that was my prayer. I said, God, if there's any way I can share what you've done for me, I would love that. So it's, he's done it all and all glory to him. Yeah, and just the opportunity to share the gospel through your music, to share your testimony, and just the power of a testimony is so um, relatable to so many people in their lives because we never know. People go through so many different challenges that may be similar or um, like what we're going through, and if they could just connect, and there's just something about the power of music Um, to be able to reach into a soul, to be able to touch a heart, to touch someone's mind, to really help them to experience the love of God in a whole different way. And uh, again, there's different avenues that that God can use, but I truly believe music is one of the most powerful, powerful Mm -hmm. avenues that he uses to reach and to touch a life. Mm, yes, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I, I too, I love hearing testimonies. I always find hearing testimonies power, very encouraging. But yes, um, mu- music definitely. Um, de- I, you know, it's funny. I was listening to some music that I listened to as a child during Easter, just some Easter hymns, and they brought, the emotion that it stirred mm. in me was so intense because it just yeah. brought back this life of knowing Jesus. I mean, he, you're right. He does that that when the music touches our heart, it's very powerful. So I I agree with you. So you mentioned that you've, um, you play this, play the piano. Um, you love to be able to minister in song. So what is, what is the most enjoyable aspect of your, your ministry or the work that God has called you to do? Is it the writing? Is it the, singing what is the aspect that you enjoy the most well i gotta tell you i uh, minister out at Folsom women's prison here in sacramento Mm. and i shared my song then i met jesus with the ladies there and i'm 
it chokes me up a little bit right now, but to look out and see just the tears, mm. uh, their faces flooded. And I knew that this was touching their hearts because it's all about how God can take a wrecked life and yes. uh, restore it. And these are people that have really made some bad choices. And it just is so moving to see that hope that is given to those that, you know, we share it with. So I would have to say, definitely. I mean, I love, I mean, I, I love going out live uh, to a church and sharing. Um, so de definitely, I would say, um, I mean, the, the writing can be exciting. Like when I feel like, oh, this something is happening, something, I, something happens to me when I write something that I really feel is from the Lord, I get kind of you know, I might get choked up. I might get, you know, I feel a little, I feel something going on. And that's, I like that, mm. but it's a long process from starting to write it until it becomes, <laughs> you know, it's just sometimes that waiting for me has been, it's, it can mm. be really hard, but when it's all done and I get to go out and share it, I, mm. that, I would say that that is, um, that's definitely the, the reward. I love that. <laughs> Uh, and even as you mentioned that, it just kind of reminds me about the life of Jesus, you know, when he walked this earth, that he was always in the community touching people, whether he was on a hill feeding thousands of people, whether he was in somebody's home having a meal with them, whether he was in a different city or a town um, ministering healing, he was always about touching the people. And so yeah. when you mentioned that about going into the prisons that, you know, the ladies that are there may be in a physical prison, but once they hear the message of hope, there's a certain freedom that touches them that physically they may be incarcerated, but they can be set free in spirit and their emotions as well as mentally when they connect with the message that's in the music that God has given you. Oh, you, the, what you just said is so, so true. And I, I think of that. And I've even said that to them. There's people on the outside there are, that are in much more of a prison. And I was one of them before I knew Jesus. You know, I, I know what it's like to be in that bondage. And so, yes, absolutely. It's just so beautiful to see. Uh, and and I, I think of that for my own life. I think, you know, just keep, you know, you're in, you're in Christ, you're free. And uh, it is, it is such a beautiful it's such an amazing thing. And um, oh, I just, I love sharing about the Lord. I love hearing what you have to say. And it's just so, it, it lifts me up. So. Oh, absolutely. And I would love for our listeners to be able to be blessed and encouraged by your music, Gretchen. So for those that are listening, where can they find your music or where can they find you out on the, on the internet? Well, I do. I have a, a YouTube channel that I some of my music is on, um, you know, Gretchen Keskes. Uh, I have a um, my Facebook page. It's Gretchen Keskes Music. I, that's where I get a lot of followers. I like to post. I post a lot there. Um, and then, you know, just to download any of the music, it's all on uh, iTunes and Amazon and all that kind of thing. Um, but probably, you know, if, if somebody wanted to hear one of my songs, I would definitely recommend, um, then I met Jesus. Um, and I mean, there's, I have three albums and there's a new album out too, that, um, a song that seems to be uh, people love on that one is called, um, the hope of heaven. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a, I think that's an encouraging song and another one called look to Jesus. So hope, I mean, I, I check them all out and hopefully maybe they'll find one that, that speaks to them. And, uh, but I just, uh, I'm just, and I'm in the middle of kind of trying to write a book. I've been trying to do this, to be honest with you, it's a lot easier for me to write songs than books because a book is like, a song is like you, you, you're done with it, and but a book goes on and on. So I don't know, maybe it's not meant to be. But, <laughs> so. but it, if you are still wanting to write that book, Gretchen, I may have someone that can help you out uh, with that. There was actually someone on the show not too long ago, and that's kind of her lane, her niche, her area. Awesome. So I can uh, put you in touch with her. She would love to be able to uh, to help and assist you. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yes. That would be great. Uh, so, Gretchen, it has truly been a pleasure um, having you on the show today um, to share how God is using the gift of music to touch so many lives, to change so many lives. And I think, you know, even as we are going through the coronavirus pandemic, that those who are listening, that there is hope in the music, the message behind the music, which is that God has not left you. He is here for you, even in the midst of everything that's going on, that he can bring you to that place of peace. And even as Gretchen has shared her testimony, how the Lord delivered her out of depression, that he is able to do the same thing for you. If you're just opening up your heart and opening up to what it is that he wants to speak and what it is that he wants to do in your life, knowing that with Jesus, your life can turn around for the better. Mm-hmm. Gretchen, are there any parting words or anything that you would like to say, or if it's a prayer or anything that you would like to um, share with our listeners today? Well, you said so much. So that was a beautiful word right there. I would mm-hmm. just um, encourage people to know that, you know, God, he, Jesus, we're promised that he will work things out together for good. And even when things seem really bleak and, you know, even if, you know, the worst that used to be one of my things when I was struggling with a lot of mental distress was I think about the worst thing that could happen you know, and then my mom, my mom one day said, you know, what if the worst thing happens? And it's true. If the worst thing happened, if, if I got this virus, well, my hope is in the Lord Jesus. And I know I will be with him for eternity. Yes. And there could not be a better place because Amen. it's love. You know, the love that we feel here in this life from Jesus is the love we'll be experiencing in heaven. And I can't think of a better place to be in this life or after this life. So I'd Amen. say this, yeah, focus on him. And, and if you haven't given your life to him, I would just encourage you to it, just pray that prayer of, you know, of, of, of repentance and, and just ask him into your heart. And there's so many wonderful ministries out there that are offering salvation messages and just, you know, that they would just put their trust in Jesus. And, and like I did that first day that I heard that Bible verse about come to me, all who are weary, just start looking to him, read, read the Bible, 
um, get to know him through the word of God, because that the word of God is everything. You have to you can't just assume, you know, what Jesus says or thinks or what other people say. You have to read that and learn for yourself and and you will it'll definitely change your life in every way better. <laughs> and thank you so much for sharing that Gretchen and that was so well said and I'm praying again that our listeners will take hold of the words that have been shared and what has been um, ministered to today so thank you so much Gretchen it's been a pleasure um, hosting you and I pray many blessings on the ministry that God has called you to to minister hope and healing through music and God bless you and in all that you do. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Rakesha. I've really enjoyed this. Thank you for having me on your show. And God bless you too. Thank you. God bless you too, Gretchen. For health tips, faith-based education, and inspiration, visit www.rockyourworldnaturally.com and on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Rock Your World Naturally and Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Rock Your World 28.